You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. We have a very special Valentine's Day episode for you this week. With Valentine's Day coming up next week, you know we have to celebrate our girlfriends as well. And so this episode, we are talking all about women supporting women, collaboration over competition, and I am joined by three amazing women who could not be more perfect to celebrate Valentine's Day. But before we get into it, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my highs and lows, and then we will get started. Okay, so my high for this week is pretty exciting. If you guys have been listening, you've heard me talk about Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters, which is my new membership community that I created that I have been working on or dreaming about at least for so, so long. And I finally launched it in January and I had a goal to get 10 members into the community as founding members to kick this thing off right and really start, you know, building this community and making these connections and really helping each other grow and working together and supporting each other and all the things, right, that Boss Ladies and Babies is all about. So I have officially hit the founding members goal and beyond for the Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters, and I am just so, so excited. I'm so proud of myself. I feel so thankful for the women who have committed to jumping in and becoming founding members and growing this thing with me. And It's just already been so amazing. We have had a few of our Zoom meetings. We do a couple different ones each month, and the conversations are just incredible, and the women in there are just so powerful, and I'm just so proud and excited and cannot even believe that I get to be doing this. So first goal of 2022 has officially been checked off and beyond, and it was a big one, and I'm feeling so good about what's to come. Okay, my low for this week but it's also kind of a high in a way because it's super relatable. It also has to do with the Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters. So last Friday, we had our one of our Zoom calls, which is an ideation hour, right? So we all come together and we're just chatting about business ideas and, you know, things like that. And of course, we're all moms. And so, you know, we all get it. But I'm kind of leading the meeting and in the middle of the meeting, my office door opens and Nora runs in. Fine, that's cute. She's supposed to be taking her quiet time in her room, but she comes in, she says, hi, oh, cute, hi, ha, ha, ha. She leaves the room, shuts the door. Next thing you know, a few minutes later, she comes running back in with her pants down around her ankles, like complete nude, and says, mommy, I pooped, can you come wipe me? And so I panic, instead of turning the camera off, I just throw my hand up there and cover the camera screen because my daughter doesn't have any pants on. Finally, like, get my life together and realize that I can turn the camera off. And I told the ladies, sorry, I have to go wipe a poopy butt. I will be right back. And (laughs) it was a little bit embarrassing, but 
just so perfect because that is what Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters and Boss Ladies and Babies in general is all about, right? Like we are moms and we are also business owners and sometimes this kind of stuff happens. I just, this has never happened before with her. So I was just kind of shocked and it was perfect. So that was my low for the week. (laughs) It could have been worse, but yeah, it definitely gave everybody a good chuckle and made me blush a little bit. But you know, it'll be a good story to look back on and tell Nora when she's a little bit older. (laughs) But all right, a quick bump update as well. I am now 16 weeks, which is exciting. We are getting closer to finding out what the gender is and things are starting to feel a little bit more real. I've got a little bump going on. It's pretty small, but it's definitely noticeable. So that's exciting. And yeah, just uh, growing, growing right along. I am, I've kind of talked to you guys each week about where my energy level is. So my energy is, you know, pretty much coming back, but now I'm having like really bad hip pain and I'm having a hard time sleeping at night. So I'm trying to get like a good pregnancy pillow and get into like massage and chiropractic regularly because I still have five months left to go. So it's a little bit too early to be like already not sleeping, right? So anyway, still super excited. Can't wait to find out what we're having so I can start getting the nursery together and all of that. But it's definitely feeling more real. So That's where we're at with the bump. But all right, let's get into this episode. So with Valentine's Day only a few days away, you know we had to celebrate Valentine's Day over here at Boss Ladies and Babies because we couldn't be where we are without our gals. And when I was thinking about who I wanted to have as a guest for this episode, these ladies were top of the list. One of my biggest values as a business owner is supporting other women, right? Like that's what Boss Ladies and Babies is all about. And when women come together and lift each other up, we love to see it. These three mamas are a perfect example of how a powerful of how powerful a community full of girl power can really be. They were complete strangers when they met on a social media app and started a business and community of female entrepreneurs and mompreneurs, and they are now leading the way. So please help me welcome to the show, Crystal, Nicole, and Gina of The Mom Link, right after this quick break. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet KP Metalworks. KP Metalworks is a woman and mom-owned welding and metal fabrication company based in Bellingham, Washington. With 25 years of experience in structural and artistic welding, KP Metalworks will bring your custom metal project to life with integrity, durability, and individuality. Head to kpmetalworks.com for more info. Hey mama, is this you? Desperately searching for people who understand what you're going through as a mom-owned business owner? Battling major overwhelm with all of the tasks business and mom life throw your way? Feeling like there just isn't enough time in the day, but happy there isn't because you're so freaking exhausted? Struggle with being fully present? Are you thinking about work when you're with your family and thinking about your family while you're working? Are you losing yourself while caring for everyone else and pouring from that infamous empty cup? Have you dreamed of growing your business and ditching the side hustle, but you're afraid that people won't take you seriously if they know you're a mom? I've been there. In fact, I'd venture to say any mom business owner has. And you know what makes this special? You aren't alone. And I want to tell you all about Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters, 
because I have created a space just for you. I wish I had something like this when I became a mom. I was terrified about how I was going to balance everything I wanted to do. I'd been an entrepreneur my whole life, and I also wanted to be home with my baby. I was convinced that people would lose respect for me if they knew I was a mother, and that I would have to hide this huge part of myself to be seen as a professional. I was struggling so hard with finding the time to complete my to-do list without burning myself out, and I thought that I had to put my dreams on hold and keep them small so I could be there for my family. No one, and I mean no one, was talking about raising babies and building businesses. I was isolated, alone, and defeated. So I felt called to change this, and I created my own safe space for boss ladies with babies, and I don't just mean infants, our children will always be our babies, and a place full of support, resources, and community to help each other break the mold, create a new culture, and make our biggest dreams come true all while being the mamas that we've dreamed of being. I created Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters just for you. You don't have to do this alone. You can have it all. Overwhelm is not a job requirement, and there is such a thing as balance when you get to choose how you create it. I want to tell you a little bit about Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters and see if this is the community you've been looking for. You'll be surrounded by a community of like-minded women who understand what you're going through. You will learn to discover how to create unique balance in your life and manage your time in a way that works for you. And you will build your authority as a boss lady by creating a solid identity and business foundation for your life and business. There are monthly trainings and workshops with inner active worksheets inside of this community, as well as monthly ideation hours and Q&A, monthly networking events, weekly accountability, weekly inspiration, and unlimited connection and interactions with like-minded women who get it. There's also a ton of bonuses included and so many benefits. I could talk about this all day. So if you are interested in becoming a member of Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters, check out the link in the show notes. All right. Hello, Mom Link. I am so excited you guys are here today. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you you so much for having us. Yes. I have seriously loved watching your guys' journey for the past year or so that you've been like the official mom link. And I am obsessed with the standard that you're creating for female entrepreneurs. You guys are one of the most inspiring groups that I've seen out there. And so I can't wait to get into this conversation with you. But before we do, I want to have each of you introduce yourselves, fill us in on who you are, what you do outside of mom link what makes you a boss lady? And then let's kind of hear the story about how you guys came to be the mom link. Fantastic. Well, I'll go first. I am Gina Skelton and known as the momerator and co-founder of this amazing community along with Crystal and Nicole. And um, yeah, I mean, I'll let uh, Crystal and Nicole, Nicole will be in one second. Uh, Her name is Nicole Puckerin and she is also the co-founder. We've the three of us have had backgrounds in nonprofit work and uh, a career as a mom and came together uh, via Clubhouse to create this amazing community. And we can go into that after uh, Crystal introduces herself. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm Crystal Almeida, uh, one of the co-founders. 
I'm the Canadian mama out of the three of us. Uh, Gina's all the way in Florida. Nicole is in Texas, originally uh, a Canadian and actually from the same community, born and raised from little old Chatham, Ontario, Canada. Uh, and we've known each other since a young age, but really connected when we thought maybe after university, Nicole and I were like, let's get on social media. We both became mothers around the same time. And we thought not around the same time. Sorry, I started a little bit earlier and we reconnected. And we were like, we need to get on Instagram. We want to share our motherhood journey. We want to do it honestly. And I think, you know, Nicole and I, when we first came together, we said, we really want to share honest motherhood and take away the Pinterest perfect, you know, Instagram looking stuff and, and share that real raw motherhood so we can tell other women they're not alone. So that's how Nicole and I started our journey. And that's how we met you, Megan, on Clubhouse before yes. the mom link was birthed. We met you on Clubhouse. We had you on Shameless Mamas for a takeover on our stories. Um, and then we met shortly after that, we met Gina, complete strangers, the three of us from opposite ends of, you know, the country or the world. And um, we came together and it was like an immediate attraction between the three of us, our energy, our, you know, our vision, our, you know, our passion for, you know, motherhood, for women, women in business, wanting to see women win and collaborate. So the three of us got together and actually it was myself and Nicole. And I was like, you know what, Gina is so dynamic. She's like, got this an amazing energy and positive vibe to her. And I'm like, we need to bring her in. And at first we were like, Hey, let's bring her into shameless mamas. But the second, the three of us got together, we knew that there was something bigger that we wanted to do. There was another niche that we felt wasn't being tapped into, which was not just the mom, but the mompreneur, the female entrepreneur, the woman who said, I loved being a mom, but there's more. And we want to discover that we want to, you know, go on this journey together. And so that's how really the mom link came together, complete three strangers on a social media audio app that brought us together. That's so amazing. Thank goodness for Clubhouse, right? I feel like Clubhouse has changed so many things. And I remember Gina, before you were in the mom link, we had connected in a couple mom rooms, just when you were first getting started on Clubhouse. And I remember like watching you from there grow into where you are now with these other ladies into the mom link. And it's just been just a beautiful transformation for all three of you. It's been incredible to watch. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. And, you know, my journey is very similar to Crystal and Nicole's. I uh, um, grew up in Pennsylvania, went to a very good school and um, had a great family, great upbringing. Uh, some traumas through my life that, you know, helped me become the female that I am today, including 150 pound weight loss and went to college, uh, studied speech communications through that decided to become involved in the nonprofit field because I had a desire to change the world and make an impact go figure and was a CEO of a nonprofit down in Delray Beach, Florida for 10 years where I met my husband and had our daughter um, and we did some traveling. And so after that, my career as a CEO in nonprofit, I really want, I was tired of the networking. I was sick of the grind and I knew I wanted to be a mom and I dedicated my a full, full-time career. And I call it a career because my career in nonprofit, as well as anybody else who knows, you know, who had a career before children 
knows, you know, you can put the phone down, you can put the emails away. When you become a mom, it is full time. When your kid wakes up at three o'clock in the morning with a fever, you have to be there. When, you know, your kid has an event on the weekend, you can't take the weekends off. Parenting is full time. And, and so many moms worry about having a gap on their resume. And I'm like, that is the most full time job. The hardest job that any mom could do is be a mother to children. I have a friend who is a neurologist and she had a baby about the time that I had a second baby. And I'm like, your world is going to be rocked. And she's like, Gina, I'm a, I'm a doctor with a PhD. And this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm like, welcome to motherhood. <laughs> you do the motherhood journey and you accomplish your goals in that arena. And then I was approaching 40 and you know, I do believe that there is a midlife crisis when we approach 40 and I was approaching 40 and I thought to myself, I have to do more. Is this it? You know, I had my career. I had my children. Now that they're in school, what am I going to do? Am I just going to run around with a top knot and a, and a Starbucks and yoga pants all day and shop at Target? That just didn't do it for me. I knew that I wanted to make a change in the world. I knew that I wanted to have more impact. I knew that I wanted to be in a community. I thought perhaps maybe I'll do another career in real estate, which is actually how I got introduced to Clubhouse. Mm. And I got on Clubhouse and I loved it immediately because if you haven't noticed, I'm a talker and uh, studying speech communications was great for me to get on that app and just you know say what I needed to say and, and hear from other people. And it was inspiring, but there was a a part of Clubhouse, which we all know that is, you know, millionaires and billionaires and a lot of men talking about entrepreneurism and business and thought this to be a place for us. You know, there has to be some kind of environment where we as mothers and mompreneurs and women in business can share our unique sets of challenges and overcome ours and, and, and stories and things that we've overcome and, and ask what we need to have help in a safe environment made for us. And during that time, Crystal and Nicole then approached me and that is when we collaborated. You know, they, they she told you the story of, you know, them finding us, I finding them, C Crystal and I connected on the nonprofit realm in the back chats. And when we connected, we said, let's rebrand and create this incredible community that's how we came up with the mom link because mm -hmm. we wanted it to be a community where other moms link together to get inspired, to become empowered, to, to learn about the skills and the tools and the not and gain the knowledge necessary to grow their business uh, in a way that they're going to, to level up together with other like-minded women. And obviously that was very needed on the app. And I'll land here, our first virtual summit, we had Carmelia Ray, uh, as one of our speakers, and she is a um, matchmaker, media mogul. And I remember interviewing her and she said, Gina, many years ago, when because she's now established in her career, when she was first starting her career off, she said, it's not that I had people telling me that I couldn't do it, but I sure as heck didn't have a community of women behind me telling me that I could do it. Not only that I could do it, but I can, I can grow it amazingly and have everything that I want in life. And so I think that we don't even know that we needed it, but when we got to MomLink, everyone was like, oh my God, I needed this. We didn't mm -hmm. even know we needed it. When we received it, we realized how much we needed it. And so that's why I'm so grateful that we collaborated and came up with this. And I'm so grateful to the women in our community to, to make MomLink what it really is today. Yeah, you guys have 
clearly an incredible mission and you've quickly become so much more than just a brand, right? You guys have taken over this space, especially on Clubhouse and on Instagram too, to really do everything that you both were just talking about to give women that inspiration that they need. Boss Ladies and Babies has a really similar message. I was pregnant with my daughter and she's now three and a half. And I'd been an entrepreneur for all my life. And I, I was freaking out about how I was going to continue to be this entrepreneur and also be a mom. And, you know, at that time, there weren't really many people talking about it. You kind of had to choose. You either had to go to work or stay home and you couldn't be like this boss lady with a baby. And so for me, you know, similar mission where I needed other people to know that they weren't alone and I needed to just for myself, be really vulnerable and open and create a safe space to talk about these kinds of things. And that's how I started the podcast. It's been going on for almost four years now. And it's just been, you know, such an incredible outlet for myself and then for other women to come on and share messages just like your guys's, because even still, like we've come so far in this like mompreneur world and how moms can do all of these things, but it's still such a scary thing for so many women. And we still feel like we have to choose and we still feel really alone a lot of the times. And so the more that we can speak out about this mission and, you know, messages like what you guys and what I have, the, the huge impact we can make for women out there. So I just love what you guys are doing so much. You know, Megan, we really need to start taking the stigma and off and having a conversation about the mom life crisis. Mm. And that's women who jump into motherhood. You consume yourself with motherhood because society tells us that's the role we take on. That's your new title. You know, you don't have room for anything else and you don't know anything outside of motherhood. And then you come out of it. And, you know, the first three years of being a mom, I was like, wow, this is fulfilling. This is exactly what I've been waiting for my whole life, Mm -hmm. you know? And then my son turned three and I'm like, i wasn't feeling that anymore. Mm -hmm. I was feeling this emptiness. Like there's gotta be something more. I was meant for greatness. I was meant to do great things, impact people, impact others in the world. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to do both. So I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And then you have the titles of being the CEO of your household, you know, running a household, all these other titles, and you're expected to do them all. Mm -hmm. And in its intense, in a society, in a pandemic, we realize that the load that a mom carries is ridiculous. So we need to be having conversations about this. We need to be discussing the impacts that this has on women. And specifically, you know, it's really funny. Imposter syndrome is something that we hear a lot about on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. And I've been doing a lot of research on imposter syndrome and how it's actually culturally um, something that society has put on a a label that women face imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome. And we don't discuss the reasons as to why. And I think it's such a valuable conversation to have open dialogue about, you know, imposter syndrome affects women because we carry a million titles and we don't feel like an expert at any of them because we're taking on way too much, right? And mm-hmm. society is really putting that pressure on. So, you know, creating this space where women in the MomLink community can come together and, you know, say in a safe space in an environment where you can say, I want more. Is it okay that I just am not fully fulfilled just being a mom and I, I kind of want more and I, and I have bigger dreams. And it's not necessarily 
you know, your family's an amazing support system, but it might not be your family who can see that dream with you. It might be that tribe of women who you have collectively come together, created a community with that can see that dream. And mom link is exactly that it's women who show up and stand on the sidelines, cheer you on, stand behind you, stand beside you, and literally want to see each other win and achieving those dreams. So I think it's a really important conversation, you know, for people to talk about what happens to a woman when you enter motherhood and you lose that identity and you come out of it and you're like, okay, what next? Mm -hmm. And it's okay to want the what next. And it's okay to not feel completely fulfilled by the only role, carrying one role, which is being a mom. Well, and what a scary thing to be able to say out loud too, right? Because everything that you're saying, we put all of these titles on ourselves and all of this pressure on ourselves for all of these things that we have to do. And not only are we comparing ourselves to other women that we're watching in different seasons of their life who are, you know, completely on different journeys than us, we get stuck comparing ourselves to them, feeling like we're not good enough, but then you know, yes, like you said, we have our family as a support and they can be a great support. But when we come to them and say, I want more, they have also put these titles on us that they expect for us to do. And that's okay. That's natural, right? They don't, they don't always understand where we're wanting to go because they see us in this certain way. And it's really hard to break that mold, even with our own families. It's hard to break that mold with ourselves. It's hard to break it with our families. And so surrounding yourself with women who understand what you're going through, where you want to go and who can fully support you as you go through that journey is such a huge part of success as an entrepreneur, as a woman, it's, it's huge. And I feel like it's something that is kind of a fairly new movement, right? Like women have always been competing against each other. And in the last, what would you say, like less than 10 years, this whole woman supporting women movement has become more popular and more appreciated. And it's a really beautiful thing. It hasn't always been this way. So let's kind of talk more about this. You know, you guys are big on collaboration over competition, which I feel like is kind of feeding into what we're talking about right now. How did you guys find that that was going to be like the driving force behind what you're doing? I'm going to be completely honest and say trial and error. You know, when we, we are, we have evolved immensely since the days that we just started and we started off as I'll say a fetus and maybe we are just being born right now. So we're still in our infancy phase, but we had to throw a lot of things out there to see what the community wanted. And sometimes what we wanted wasn't necessarily what our community wanted or needed. And we had to be smart enough to take a step back and say, this room was amazing. This room flopped, you know, everything that we did in the beginning wasn't, wasn't, a huge success. Uh, in fact, most of it was not successful, but what we started doing, and actually this is a funny story. So I'm going to get real and raw with you. So there was the room that we had now, which was the connect and collab room. Um, it wasn't always what it is today. And I remember at one point in time, I just said to Nicole, I, you know, I, I hate this room. Like I hate this energy because it was it was becoming something that I believe wasn't inspiring for us. And so she said, no, Gina, we need to keep it. And I said, okay, if we can, if we need to keep it, these are the elements that I don't like about it. 
And we said, okay, how can we change those to make it something that is inspiring for us? So we revamped it in a way where we were more involved in the process, where we took more action, right? And we involved more of the community in the process. And once we took it that way, in that direction, it just took off. I mean, we, we would get 200, 300 people in the room. Grant Cardone came in the room a couple of wow. times and Elena's come in the room. And it's because when we came together as a threesome to be thick and honest with each other, enough, honest enough with ourselves for me to say to Nicole, I don't like it anymore. It's not inspiring anymore. But her seeing the vision and saying, Gina, this is what we need to continue with. And Crystal saying, okay, what can we do to make this better to come together? Isn't that what collaboration is, mm. right? Isn't that, that is when women come together and they're authentic with each other, when they're honest enough with themselves to be honest with other people and we listen to each other and we come together to make each other better to have that vision where all of us are, now we're seeing the energy, now we're inspired, now we're ready to go, now we're all on the same page, that is when magic happens. And that is why it is imperative right now for women to be doing that in every arena of life, in motherhood, in as a wife, as a single mother, as a female in business, we all have to be coming together, listening to each other, being honest with each other, getting on the same page with each other, buying into the same vision of the empowered women empower women, right? So that's kind of where that room took off. And that's kind of why we are in the arena of women supporting women and collaboration and connection. And yeah, I'm telling you, the mom link magic is a real thing. Like, I love that Gina threw that out there. The mom link magic is real. And do you know what the mom link magic is? It's something so simple. Everyone craves craves to be a part of something larger than themselves, yes. which is community. Yeah. Community is the driving force. That's the mom link magic. People come into the room and they feel a part of something. They feel a part of a movement, a movement, not just of women supporting women, but just like Gina touched upon where we get to show up authentically. We get to learn from each other, be inspired by each other. You know, I've done so much growth and it's not to say when we say collaboration over competition, women supporting women join this room. It's not to say that I'm not human and I'm like this robot who says collaboration over competition. I'm still human. That little, you know, voice in my head pops up sometimes and says, you know, has a little moment of, you know, I don't know if you want to call it jealousy or maybe like, oh, why her and not me? Like, that's always going to happen. That's embedded in the culture of female, female culture, society. We have, it's embedded and ingrained in us, but the magic behind the mom link is we show up all of us females, because we want to fight that little inner voice that has been, you know, instilled in us, ingrained in us. And we want to put her in check. And that's what we do. We put her in check when we can see it when we can see it from ourselves or when we can see it from one another and we can remind each other, right? It's not, we're not, not human. We're human. You know, competition still exists, you know, mm -hmm. but we're reminding, remind each other competition might make you faster, but it doesn't make you better. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make you grow, right? Collaboration makes you grow. And, you know, I tweeted the other day, collaboration isn't about bringing all of our egos together in the mom link. It's what happens when we all enter a mom link room and the ideas that are birthed, the collaboration, the opportunities, the doors that open. I oftentimes 
refer to our connect and collab room and the mom link as a virtual Rolodex. Like literally, if you're a mom, if you're a female entrepreneur, if you're a woman looking to start her own business, leave your corporate world, come into the mom link room. And I promise you, we have a virtual Rolodex of women with so many different skill sets, backgrounds, professional expertise, whatever you are looking for. We have a woman in the community who would love to serve you, who would love to pour into you. It is literally the mom link magic. I love the magic. I love it. It's so powerful. You guys just touched on, I think, like the key piece of how we can continue to support each other. And that's that authenticity piece, right? And creating a safe space for women to be comfortable to be themselves. And one of the questions I was going to ask you is, do you guys yourselves ever feel jealous of other women and how to stop, you know, getting clouded with that envy? and really keep supporting people. And like you said, of course you do. That's human nature, right? But I think if you surround yourself with people that make it okay for you to, first of all, admit to feeling that way and to show you that there are ways that you can still feel that way and continue to be a cheerleader for the women in your community, that's the key to all of it. You don't have to beat yourself up because you're feeling that, you know, competition or imposter syndrome or feeling jealous of someone else, that's going to be how you grow. And when you have a safe space, a safe community and people that you can rely on that are going to help you through that and inspire you, you can feel a little jealous and inspired at the same time. And it's just going to make you do better. The more authentic we can be and the more we can talk about these things, the better off we're all going to be. Because I think we feel with this women supporting women movement, and I say we like as a general consensus, right? Like even if we don't admit it deep down, women are feeling like, well, if I'm supporting other women or if I'm, you know, cheering on somebody who does what I do and I feel jealous, I'm, I'm a bad person. I'm not feeding into this movement. I am, you know, against this movement, which is not the case. Even if you are partnering with somebody who does exactly what you do, they don't do it the way you do it. And so there's, you know, that saying there's room for all of us at the table. I think the more that we can put our authentic selves out there, the easier it is to, you know, partner with our, collaborate with our competition, right? It's funny that you say that because after our mom link rooms were getting so much success, we started noticing these, these, you know, competition, a similar, like a copycat rooms coming up. And at first I think, especially Nicole, but we were all kind of a little bit like, man, you know, they're, they're like, they're copying us like this. <laughs> and it got to the point where we realized they can't do, they can't do it the way we do it. They could change the recipe, but they can't make the sauce taste the same. You know, mm -hmm. we, they're never going to duplicate Crystal, Gina and Nicole and, and the magic that we have to get, because A, they're not us and B, they haven't done the work that we have to create what we create. And so I'm okay with it because imitation is the highest form of flattery. And sometimes in the rooms, I say often imitated, but never duplicated. You know, there's, and, and here's the thing, it's not always, it's about visibility. It's about getting in front of people. That's the product that is the most well-known. Water is better for you than Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola is bottled up on a shelf all over the place. You know, maybe your Coke is better than Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola is going to get more sales because it's bottled up and it's marketed and it's invisible. It's in front of you. So that's what like mom link has our superpower, I was saying it to Crystal earlier, is consistency. We show up consistently and like, and I remember this was like, Crystal would drive it home. She'd be like, we have to be us three at the top with our uniforms on and the, the pink sparkly background with our name on it. 
And I didn't really think it was that big of a deal at first. And now it was like a light bulb moment went off and I was like, it's about visibility. It's about branding. It's about people seeing us three and seeing the three of us together all the time over and over and over again, being consistent and branding ourselves and being visible and staying, you know, true to the task that we're on. And I was even telling uh, Crystal earlier today, we talk a lot, if you haven't noticed that, um, we, we had our journeys. We had our journeys of, you know, me being all in and, and, and Crystal, but still Crystal was working put for full time. And then Nicole and I arguing and then me backing out and then like them being all in and I'm not all in. And now I'm like, it has taken us almost a full year to be able to say, we went through the mud, we dug around, we, we, pushed past all of our limiting belief systems. And I can truly say each one of us are on exactly the same page right now, doing exactly what we need to be doing to make every mompreneur in the world know exactly who MomLink is. And that takes a lot. And I mean, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And we have had all three to get to where we are. But I'm just saying the dedication that we have, the consistency that is our superpower, the, the three of us showing up as much as possible, never letting each other get away with playing small or not being authentic is really and truly what has been the, at the heart and core of MomLink, which is why we can, people can often imitate but never duplicate it because we have something very unique. And just because we have something unique doesn't mean, Megan, that you're any less than. Every woman has, has a seat at the table. There's a big enough piece of pie for all of us to be successful. And that is what Women Supporting Women is all about. I lose nothing from shining a light on you, Megan. And, and a candle never loses its light by lighting other candles. It only makes the world bigger. Women, when we support each other and give each other flowers and do what we need to do to take each other and help each other achieve our goals, we're only making it better for all of us all ships rise in high tide. And that is really the core foundation and the mission of the mom link. Absolutely. And you all practice, I mean, you practice what you preach. Like you guys are all from different walks of life and you have come together to not only support this community, but support each other. And you guys, you know, by having your uniforms at the top, like not only are you creating that visual appearance to show people, but in everything that you do, you guys are supporting each other, which if you can't support each other, how could you support this community and inspire a community of women to support each other, right? And so I think it's so beautiful. I wanted to ask you guys how it, how it is coming together and working together and keeping your friendship while also, you know, creating this giant movement. And Nicole is with us here now too. So hello and welcome. Can I quickly jump in by entering Nicole with this one thing? Yes. You asked, like, how do we do this with each other? And my biggest growth, just like Gina said, Nicole, not long ago. So how do we beat this competition? You know, little inside, you know, voice that's always telling us like, oh, no, she's doing it. Can I? Or, or when we play small, like we really need to lead by example, myself, Nicole and Gina. And not long ago, I was in my head playing small, you know, with this little bit of imposter syndrome stuff, you know, and I couldn't kick it. And, you know, I thought, okay, I was waiting for somebody to save me, you know, like come and save me or Nicole and Nicole, I'm feeling this way. And you know, Nicole said to me, she's like, Crystal, stop being a baby. Like get your big girl pants on, 
you can do this. I believe in you. What you're missing is believing in yourself. And so keeping it real like that amongst the three of us allows us to go into the community and do that for other women and that pay it forward. Like, you know, to really show up and be honest with other women. Anyways, I'm going to pass the mic over to listen to this clubhouse language. I'm going to pass the mic over to my beautiful Nicole, because honestly, that was a huge pivotal moment for me and a great reminder of what this community is all about. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, this has been such an amazing conversation. I've been listening the whole time. I haven't been able to contribute, um, but I'm just like so proud and just so just like fulfilled, you know, because like, like the lady said, like, you know, becoming a mom, realizing, okay, this, you know, this is great, but it's not what, it's not the end goal for me. Right. And then finding a group of women who were feeling the same, and then saying, you know what, let's tackle this together and let's fulfill our dreams and our life's purpose together, doing what it is, you know, and it's crazy because all of our end goals or desired outcomes aligned. And that is truly to make an impact on women, to help them elevate and to crush this, you know, imposter syndrome and this, this culture of competition amongst women. And I love that Gina called me out because, you know, I have to admit it. I have a little hater in me, right? <laughs> that little voice. That's like, you know, like Gina said, like I would see these rooms in the hallway doing the like exact same, you know, titles, connect and collab women, supporting women. And it would like eat at me. And I'm like, okay, I had to sit back for a second and say, why, why does this you know, why is this hurting my interior? Like, why do I feel, um, you know, because truly our mantra is women supporting women. What is my problem? Right. And really, truly, it was, it was just the fact that I think every woman feels this when you feel like you take ownership over something, you know, it's, it's like an artist, like you're sensitive about your craft, you're sensitive about your artwork, about what it is that you work so hard on to put out into the world. And so when you see others manipulating your artwork, it feels a certain way, but art is to be enjoyed, right? Art is to be viewed. Like there's no purpose in, in creating a canvas. If it's just going to sit in your basement, nobody's going to see it. So I had to take a different approach and say, you know what, as sometimes on our stages, we have 200, 300 people. Sometimes the women don't get to share. They don't get to make that collaboration. And so in these smaller rooms, if they're able to, then, then what we've done, we've, we've accomplished because not only are we creating a big stage for people to get it out into, you know, into many, but we're also creating this kind of subculture, this sub art of women who are doing this within their own communities. And I think that truly, when I, once I realized that, you know, we're all winning here and whether or not they give credit to us or not, we know that we've created a movement. And ultimately that is the most fulfilling thing is the fact that we created something that other people have emulated and benefited from. And that truly is what art is. So I'll just rest it right there. I love, I love that whole analogy. That was so beautiful. And I feel like anybody else who is creating something and is feeling that way, like what a perspective to look at that. That's beautiful. Thanks. And honestly, like when, when the ladies were talking, it was like, and we said the word jealousy, right? I really like had to sit with that word for a second. And jealousy is probably the most effective 
tool of self-reflection we could ever have. We could ever have. Because if we, if we sit in our jealousy for a moment, really, what is jealousy? Jealousy is wanting something that either you don't think you could have or two, that you don't think you deserve. Mm. And so when you sit with that and you say, why am I feeling jealous about this particular thing? It's because either I want it and I don't think I could have it or I want it and I don't think I deserve it. So when you are able to capture that and look at it that way, like kind of take it out of you and look at it and say, wait a minute, I could actually, I just need to do the work. I just need success leaves clues. So I just need to look for the clues of how I can achieve this or how I can have this or how I can emulate this. And that really just was powerful for me because, you know, I think a lot of times when we feel jealous, we feel guilt, we feel shame, we feel all these things, but really sit with it and analyze it because that really is telling you who you truly want to be and what you truly want. And in life, so often, we don't know, right? We're just like so caught up in the mundane activities of our daily lives that we don't, sometimes we don't even know ourselves, right? Or what we want or what we, what we would like to have. And so when you do feel that jealousy to pull it out of you and look at it and, and then to work towards having what it is that you, that you feel that jealousy for. Um, I just, that was like a, aha moment for me in particular so I'm I'm glad that kind of came out and that I could share that here yeah definitely and I think a lot of times when we feel those ways like and all of those emotions that come along with jealousy we tend to kind of shy away from the people who are making us feel that way when really it's almost like those are the kinds of people we should be surrounding ourselves with because if we can have that honest moment with ourselves then we can really be inspired by those people that we were once feeling jealous about and maybe we still feel a little bit jealous but we can also be there watching them and learning from them and you know aspiring to be like them and they then in return will have that great impact on us like you guys in your community is having on so many other people i'm sure there's people who feel jealous of you guys right and hopefully they you know can stay in the community and you know with how authentic you guys are and let you guys inspire them and support them but not everybody is that authentic and not everybody creates that same culture and so I I this was kind of eye-opening for me too because I realized people that I feel jealous of on social media or what have you sometimes I'll like mute them or I'll you know not pay attention to their things because I just feel these icky feelings but just shifting that perspective can make that kind of collaboration community over competition mindset a little bit stronger in each of us. Yes, 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 all the way. And I think as we realize that and move towards that, that's really when the shift happens. That's really when we can make those huge strides, right? Because like you said, you you see it and you tend to shell off. You don't want to see it. You ignore it, but it's there. Because no matter what, even if it's muted on social media, you're going to see it at the grocery store. You're going to see it in the newspaper or on, on the news. Like you're still going to be confronted with it. And I think so often as women, we, we, we don't confront that, right? And that's why it keeps reappearing in our lives. Like there's this parable that basically says, you know, whatever is in your life that you feel the most resistance to will always show up until you deal with it. It just might not be in the form of your mother or your, your husband. It might be in your child or your mother-in-law or whatever it is, right? Like, so I, I just thought that was just like a, 
like one of those aha moments. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for women, especially like, that's a really, you know, that's a really monumental theme that we need to have more discussions about and talk about and really allow that to propel us forward. Yeah, definitely. I want to touch back a little bit on how you guys handle, you know, difference of opinions and how you guys working together, all three of you and how you're able to keep that really strong foundation and authentic, safe space within your guys's own relationships and friendships. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. It hasn't, it hasn't always been easy. I mean, we have, we have not always seen eye to eye. You have to realize that the three of us came together and Crystal lives in Canada. Nicole lives in Texas. And I, at the time lived in Boston. I live in, in Florida now, and they knew each other for a little bit already, but not a ton. And then they're just, I'm getting thrown in. So we're working with three really powerful, very opinionated um, women who wanted it our way or the highway. And so how are we going to be able to show up as women who support women and collaborate with other women if on the back ends we're being petty and bickering and nasty to each other? And so it took, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of showing up vulnerable. I learned a lot about that about myself. Um, it took a lot of, you know, rededicating ourselves to the cause and getting out of our own way because we can't create impact. If we're getting in our own way, we have to get out of our own way. It took us really actively listening and seeking to understand each other and seeing how we were showing up. And I, I told Nicole this the other day, I'm like, she is the person that has grown me more than anybody else. Um, as of late in my, in my, you know, immediate circle, besides my daughter who tests my patients every day, but we'll put that aside. And so I, I, I kind of was touching upon it a little bit earlier. Like the three of us needed to test each other out a little bit to figure out who we were and how we wanted to show up, not only for ourselves, but for our community and really hold each other accountable for that. So it was quite a journey, but it's funny, I think, because I, I might have said it the other day to the two of them. I'm like, wow, it's been like, I don't know, three months since we've gotten to a fight. Now that I say that, we'll probably fight tomorrow or later today. <laughs> but, you know, when we started to realize that we've moved past some of those barriers that were, um, you know, needed to need, they needed to be faced head on in order to be crushed every time, Megan, every time. We got to the point where we were like, this is it. We're done. We're throwing in the towel. I can't deal with you or you. And we didn't do that. We stayed, Crystal's the glue. We stayed committed and worked on ourselves to get to the place that we needed to be. That is immediately we would level up. Immediately something would happen where we were like, oh my God, this is a level up moment. It was like we had to break a barrier and a boundary that we were facing together as a group, shatter that, and then go to the next level. It's almost like, you remember like the Mario Brothers game where you like shatter the first level in order to get to the next level. Like we have to keep doing that every time we level up because collectively we have to um, play big. And, and, and in order to do that, we have to be the best versions of ourselves possible. We have to show up that way and we have to hold each other accountable for that. So that's kind of where we are today in terms of our personal relationships. 
Absolutely. And I love that you shared that because it's hard going into business with friends or, you know, for you guys, strangers at one point and becoming friends, it's hard to have that business relationship and that personal relationship. And I love that you guys are being so vulnerable and transparent about that because from the outside looking in for so many women who dream of doing something with friends or partners, you know, in their business, they just see from the outside looking in like, wow, that looks so perfect. They have the perfect relationship. Like, I don't know if I can do that. Right. And so again, like we're talking so much about authenticity and, you know, sharing things like this and creating that safe space. And I, I think that that was really important to share as well. Thank you. You know what, Megan, I just want to add to, I think we did two things that are very important when you're trying to build a business as strangers, right? Friends are one thing you already have, you, you know each other, you know what shoes you walk in, uh, you have a little bit more room for compassion and understanding because you know your friends, right? But when you're three strangers coming together, the biggest tip I have is take some time to get to know each other, take some time to get to know who are your kids, who's your family, what do you do, what are your likes, your dislikes, and knowing that stuff about your business partners and really focusing on the friendship piece will allow you to have more space for each other. So that's one thing that I know that we focused on and getting to know each other. We face, like Gina said, we talk all the time, we're FaceTiming, you know, we've seen each other's kids and we've gotten to know each other on a different level. And then the other thing is, you know, when women play small, because again, like, I don't want to go back into the imposter syndrome and what no, society has embedded in us. But um, when we play small, what I've recognized is because I've suffered from this, um, especially in the beginning onset time of getting on Clubhouse is playing small in this imposter syndrome. I was waiting for another woman to say, you know, to pull me out some stranger to see it from, you know, you know, uh, in the far distance and say, you're playing small, stop playing small. You know, doing that for each other, I think was huge for us as well. We started to take moments to give each other critical, you know, some positive feedback, uh, what we're seeing from our lens, because it's so important to do that for each other as women, keep it so honest from such a positive space where you truly want to see the other person grow. And, and that's why I brought that example of Nicole. And when she brought that to me, or, you know, uh, the other day, I was using some language that wasn't the most positive way to speak to myself. And Gina right away was like, Crystal, stop using that type of language. That's negative language. We need to retrain our brain. And I think that's a huge part in business as well you it's not just being authentic but really keeping it real and when what matters most is not keeping it real but actually taking the time to let the other person let the other partner in your business know I see you doing this and this is how it's negatively affecting you and if you could tweak it this way wow you would just be on fire and I think when we do that for each other and provide that type of feedback and not be afraid of feedback like welcome it it will really take you to the next level and I I believe the three of us has have done that for each other in our business for sure and that's I mean, the biggest way to show true support, right? Not just like performative support, like I'm there for you, but like to truly show you, like I'm there for you. I'm supporting you so much that I am going to get uncomfortable and give you this feedback because I know it's going to help you. And that's how I can support you. And that's another perfect example of how you guys are leading from example and, you know, showing people this is how it's done. This is how we truly support each other. So if there are women listening who feel like they're doing this alone and they feel like they haven't found their community yet. And they, you know, maybe they are feeling good about this 
whole conversation, but they still feel a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe they're battling some of this jealousy or imposter syndrome, or, you know, just are feeling so isolated. What are some ways that they can get themselves out there and kind of find their place, whether it's mom link or, you know, whatever is the right fit for them? How can people take the first step to get comfortable finding their community? Okay, perfect. So honestly, just being somebody who has lived through that exactly, like, you know, moving to a new state, having no family, um, really feeling isolated, alone, like, what is my purpose? You know, like, I'm in a whole different place. The life that I had planned for myself is not the life that I have or that I'm living. And it's not even something that I can attain at this point. Like, I have to completely shift and I don't know where to go, or where I belong or how to get there. But I knew the end, the end, the desire, the desire was to have a community of women to empower each other and even if we couldn't necessarily meet up face-to-face -face or in person, you felt that support. That support was like, there was 20 women in your living room saying, you rock, you can do this. We're here for you and giving, right? Like giving back to each other. And so I think as long as you know what you want, even if you don't have it, know that it's coming. Trust the process, have faith, like envision the actual outcome, right? And just stay true to yourself and it will come. So that my best advice is trust the process, know what it is that you want and what you desire, and it will happen for you. Just continue to have faith because you will get it. And I'm living proof of that. Like I said, it sounds like woo, but it's the truth. You're a mom looking for a community, looking for a tribe. Yes, the mom link is really about, you know, propelling each other to, you know, achieving business goals or mom. Um, and we do talk a lot about female entrepreneur ship and uh, females, uh, females in business. Um, however, the coolest thing about the momling community, which I love, if you're a woman that's, you know, having some marriage issues, you can find a room on Clubhouse being hosted by an amazing woman from our community um, that discusses exactly that. If you're a new mom and you're breastfeeding and you're, you want to talk about your breastfeeding journey, you can come into the momling say that on a stage. And I promise you, you'll find a group of women who are there, who are ready to pour into you, support you, bring them into your rooms. We have women, Nicole just hosted an amazing room on women in real estate. We talk about women and money. So we cover all things about motherhood, being a female uh, entrepreneur. So really the community is a collective. It's for everyone. It's not our community. It belongs to the women in our community who curate these conversations, these smaller little communities that are a, a fit for anybody who is looking to get involved with a tribe or looking to find their tribe. It's really grateful for all the women that have been attracted to our tribe. And for uh, Megan, you know, if there is if there is somebody whose energy isn't all about support and collaboration, they can't survive in our environment, you know, and, and, and just the way that they are and who they are and the power of what we do, it like cleanses itself of any kind of negative energy. And if we find that there is any blemish, you know, it comes to our, it, it almost comes to our, you know, our face, our attention immediately. And we do everything it takes to protect um, our community and the safety of our women. And we are so we're like, you know, we're like mama bears, you know, protective of, of the cubs in our community. And we've done a, a really amazing job of making sure that, you know, the, the women in our community and the people that we present to them that we vetted out as much as possible, you know, and it's been an incredible journey. And there's been women, you know, that we've connected with where 
we said, this isn't, we're not on the same, we're not in alignment, you know? So you, you have to learn on your journey to say no to the things that you're not in alignment with too. And then yes, to the things that you are in alignment with and move forward in that direction. And that's okay. Because I think as women, sometimes we get caught up in that people pleasing thing. And as business, as business owners, that is, that's not going to work for you. So, you know, getting outside of your comfort zone and learning how to say no and put boundaries down and recognize uh, when you're not comfortable. Remember I was talking about earlier about being honest with yourself when you're honest with yourself and saying that you're not comfortable. So many times, you know, we've been on a zoom or had a meeting and I'm feeling a certain way. And then we get off and we get on and, and Crystal and I are like, no, that didn't work. And we're like, Oh, thank God you thought the same way. But the, there's also times where we disagree. So then we have to like, look, where, where is that person correct? And maybe I'm wrong or not that we're wrong, but we're seeing it from different perspectives. Let's look at it differently, you know? So uh, that's been an amazing journey together with the women. And I absolutely encourage, you know, we're having, um, we're, we're hosting our third uh, virtual summit in um, March of 5th, March 5th. So we're having our third virtual summit. It's a mini summit, March 5th. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the mom link and on our link tree in the, in the link in our bio, you can purchase tickets there. Uh, we would love for you to join us on that and follow us, find us on clubhouse, look for the club, the mom link, follow us there. We are also on Twitter at the mom link. So we would love you to be a part of our journey, uh, via Instagram, via Twitter, via clubhouse on our, um, virtual summits in our email community. Uh, and we have more to come as well. So we would love you to be a part of that pretty much anywhere you go. If you search at the mom link, the first, the mom link at the mom link, you'll see where we are. And we hope you join us for our March 5th summit. It's going to be a mini summit. I'm speaking, Crystal's speaking, Nicole is speaking. We're going to be talking a lot of things about how to craft your story to have a more impactful story, um, how to show up on social media, kick imposter syndrome, kick the mom guilt out the door, knowing your identity as a mompreneur and a mom. We're gonna be going through so much about how to grow your network, how to build. Uh, we have a special guest, Modeline Atler. We still have sponsorships available for that too. So if you guys wanna join us there, uh, feel free. Just uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at The Mom Link. That sounds amazing, that summit. How awesome, and your third one. Congratulations, that's awesome. Yes. Awesome ladies. Okay. Well, before we let you go, we're going to wrap it up with one of my favorite moments of the show. We've been talking so much about being vulnerable and authentic and keeping it real. And so this is our hot mess moment where you have a chance to open up with the listeners about a time where you've been a hot mess or share an embarrassing moment so that people listening can feel a little less alone in their embarrassing moments. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I, I thought about this last night. I mean, there's so many hot mess moments where you're, you know, especially as a new mom, those moments, everybody knows what those are like, where you're sweating and you're in public. And I did a lot of traveling um, when I first had uh, my first son and my second son. But this uh, hot mess moment, I had both my kids. I went to Portugal. I said, I'm going to go to Portugal by myself. Uh, I have family there, of course, so not completely by myself. But um, and I'm going to spend the summer there with my at the time, let me do the math, that three-year-old, about to be three-year-old, two-year-old and newborn baby, four months old. And I was breastfeeding. I was breastfeeding in public with just standing up. There was no bench. It was sweaty hot outside and I'm breastfeeding. And in the middle of breastfeeding, my two-year-old just jumping around in, in the area, the middle of breastfeeding, I literally 
had the uh, like the biggest sneeze, right? So I, I sneezed and what do you think happened? I didn't get a chance to cross my legs. So of course I had a little tinkle moment, right? And so I'm like freaking out. I stopped breastfeeding. I'm like, what am I gonna do? I gotta go find a bathroom. Like this is so embarrassing. Thank goodness I was wearing pants and not a skirt or something. <laughs> Anyways, so all of a sudden my, my, my son points to me and says, mommy, what's that? And I'm like looking down at my pants. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all over, whatever. And he's, no, he's like pointing at my boobs. He's pointing at my boobs. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's that? I look down at my boobs and my boobs are leaking and are so is my pants. And at this point, I'm a hot mess moment. And my child pointed it out for me. So <laughs> uh, that's my hot mess moment story. But you know what? I have to tell anybody it, as a new mom, I sweat. I would sweat so bad because of the fear of judgment and people watching. Let me tell you, in that moment where I had leaky breasts and may had a little tinkle because of a sneeze, Nobody paid attention. Nobody noticed except my two-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's so relatable. I, yeah, the sweating. I remember that so well. <laughs> uh, Honestly, are- like, don't, I don't, Gina, go ahead. Well, I was going to say this. Okay. So I told Megan when she would tell us before we got on the podcast, I said, Megan, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't subscribe to the hot mess mom culture and not because I don't think we all have challenges, but I believe that we as moms, most of us and anyone I'm sure who's listening, we're doing our absolute best to show up in moments of uncertainty and moments of craziness and conflict and and we're raising these little beings. So I believe that no matter how we show up, we're showing up at our best and, and we have moments of not perfection, but that is human nature and that is motherhood. So to me, um, hot mess is, is a term that I, I don't think any mom should really embrace. I, I believe that all, all moms are, are going through a motherhood journey that is freaking hard and we're showing up at our best and our kids challenge us. My daughter challenges every day. Uh, she's a drama queen, amazing creative and wonderful, but she has her flaws and I work with her on her flaws. And those are very challenging for me. But in those moments, I know that I'm growing as a person and I'm doing my best to be the best mother for her that I possibly can. And in the moments that I'm not doing my best, I take a beat to think about why didn't I show up at my best? What wasn't, what was, what was the hole back there? And I do the work to get past that. My son is, um, he climbs, he hits, he does all of these things, but I, I know he's two years old and I'm meeting him where he is and I'm doing everything that I can. We're all, moms are all doing our best and we all, we all look hot mess because we are in a place of constant evolution. We're not, this journey, it's a journey. It's a motherhood journey, not a destination. And so in those journeys, you're going to have journeys of moments of failure, moments of success, moments of laughter, moments of crying. And it's not always going to be easy, but we show up, we do the best job that we can do. We have our cry moments that we have. We connect with the community that we need to connect with. And we put on our mom, big girl panties and we get our, we get our job done, you know, and we, I I don't subscribe to that. Not because I'm better than anybody else, because I don't believe any mom is a hot mess. I believe every mom is doing the best. Absolutely. And it's freaking hard. And you know, if you have these moments that are embarrassing, like you're not alone, 
every single person has embarrassing moments as a mom. And we talked about this before, but that's, you know, why we do this segment because like leaking boobs and peeing our pants while you're sweating is something that so many of us have experienced. And it's like, I'm not alone. I've felt that way too. There's so many embarrassing, hard pieces of motherhood that happen to us and you don't have to be embarrassed about it. You know, you gotta just embrace it. (laughs) Can I just say, you know, one of the things I've said, sorry, Nicole, the one of the things I've always said from the beginning, women supporting women truly happens when we just don't share our successes, but we share our failures. We share those embarrassing moments, the tough moments and the ones that we can look back on and all have a laugh together. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh yeah. Honestly, like I love what Gina says. And I think we all, you know, we really embody that because at the end of the day, like it's, you know, I feel like there is this, you know, hot mess mom culture, these, this wine mom culture. And it's like, you know, let's not, let's not dive into that. Right. Let's take a moment and just, okay. What, what is that telling us? Moms are overwhelmed. Moms are overworked. Moms don't have the appropriate outlets. Right. So let's tackle those issues instead of like focusing on, you know, the moms drinking wine or the moms with messy houses or the hot mess. Right. But I, you know, as Crystal was, was sharing and then Gina shared, I'm like, okay, there was a pivotal moment where I kind of had to eat my words in a sense. So I am a mom of two. I had two under two. So my boys are 15 months apart. And when I had my first son, honestly, he was really chill, super easy baby. Like I, I'm like, oh my God, this is motherhood. Like what a breeze. Like how are all moms like so, you know, overwhelmed and like anxious. Like this is like the easiest thing in the world. Like, you know, um, and when I had my second son, you know, when he would cry, my oldest son would just automatically start crying and wailing. Right. And so it was like a symphony of tears. And for the first little bit, I, I managed it well, but there was one day where it was just like, I was overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, you know, there's poop. I've got to clean up. He's crying. Now he's crying. And then I just started crying and I'm like, we're all crying now. Like, you know what I mean? And then I had to get in the car. We went for a drive. Cause that's my mom hack. Like every time things are a little bit, you know, tense or, you know, we're kind of approaching the brink. It's like, let's get in the car. Let's go for a drive. Let's get some fresh air. Uh, we all seem to like kind of settle in at that point. But it was just like one of those moments where it's like, okay, I, I used to, you know, talk crap about having one kid and it being easy. And now look at me, right? Like I take back everything I ever said (laughs) that this is way harder than it looks. Right. And um, yeah, I think just like we, we all have those, those moments as moms. Um, where we, you know, where we make mistakes, right? We're not perfect. Like I think every child, every human, no matter if they had the perfect childhood or not, we all have trauma moments, right? We all have things that we were faced with in our childhood that we wish could have been different, right? But they all really shape who we are ultimately. And I think that as little humans, as mothers, we are on the journey together Um, And as, as like Gina said, as long as we're doing our best, because we are, that's all we know how to do as moms, right? We make it work no matter what. Um, The story is beautiful. So the journey is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And keep sharing, you know, keep sharing all of it. Like um, 
who was saying that? Was Crystal saying that? You know, you got to share the highs and the lows, right? You, you don't be afraid to share all of your journey. I think that's so important because as truly supporting other women, we have to remind each other that we're not alone in everything we do. And uh, what you were just saying about with the second kid, I have my one daughter right now and she's three and a half and I'm expecting another baby in July. And I'm freaking out because my daughter has been like, I mean, she's three right now. So until now she has been like the easiest child ever, like unicorn baby slept like super early all through the night. She's been so easy. And I've kind of been like, oh yeah, why, why do people say this is so hard? And now even just being pregnant with the second one coming, I'm like, I'm about to eat all of my words, just like you. I'm sure I'm going to be having those crying experiences with the whole household too. So man. All right. Well, that is all I have for you guys today. So thank you so much for coming on. This has been really fun. We've already talked about where everybody can find you. So make sure that you go and follow the mom link, check out their clubhouse. If you have not joined clubhouse yet, it's super easy. If you've taken a break from clubhouse, make sure you go back and check them out because what they're doing is really, really special. And if you didn't notice today, they are three incredible women. And so you want to make sure that you're going and supporting them so that they can support you as well. So until next time, you've got this mamas stay bossy. Thank you for listening to boss ladies and babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate review and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at boss ladies and babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community coaching, merch, and more at boss ladies and And until next time, stay bossy.